the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob right here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals like you, where we explain why everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong, and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. As always, my uh, trusty sidekick, Ramon B. How are you, Ramon? I am enjoying basking in the glory that is you, sir. Oh, my God. <laughs> mm-hmm. How's that? That is some full tilt sucking up right there. I like mm-hmm. that. And for no great reason. So uh, we have a lovely guest today, a repeat offender, all the way from Flagstaff, Arizona, the lovely Ryan Haru. How are you? Hey, Bob. How are you? I'm His name great. is Haru. Fine, fine. How, how are, are you? you? Okay. Outstanding. I think we did that. Now you're a, you've been on the show before. That's correct. So you know how this goes. We start with the headlines of the day. It's exciting stuff. Let's mm-hmm. hear it. Mm-hmm. Are you a football fan, Ramon? Not particularly. No. How about no. you, Ryan? You a football fan? Yes. Are you? Now all yeah, I know about absolutely. football is it's the only sport so slow that they have time to measure stuff. <laughs> Should I hit the rim shot? No, on that that's one? not it. That's not it. But a person evidently <laughs> bought Tom Brady's last touchdown football for over a half a million dollars. Did you hear about I that? I heard about that one. And then the very next I day did hear about that. The very next day Tom Brady comes out of retirement, therefore plummeting the value. Oops. So the question is do you feel sorry for the guy who paid a half a million who was able to pay a half a million dollars for a football? Not at all. No. There you go. That's it. Tom Brady, by the way, came out of retirement because he saw the price of gas. <laughs> and now that's good. That did happen. That's real. That's an actual that's joke. Real. That's levity for you. So, Ryan, uh, you uh, have an interesting story because you were a very successful fearless agent coaching student, and then you veered off and went with another coaching program. Do you remember this? I do remember this. <laughs> tell us tell us that story. Well, uh, you know, I was very successful with the, the fearless agent program. Uh, I opened my own brokerage and then for some reason had a brain fart and uh, decided to go do a Tom Ferry Management Plus coaching program that cost $18,000 for 12 months, uh, and it was the worst investment I've ever made. What happened in that? Well, uh, Did you have, like, weekly well, calls not, or something? Or Yeah, you don't get Tom Ferry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank God. The coach um, that we would meet with for 30 minutes uh, once a week, uh, and the only thing he would talk about was uh, uh, social media and uh, marketing, which is exactly the opposite of what I was there for. Mm-hmm. 
So then you came back. You apologized, which you didn't need to do, and then you came back, uh, and then we we met with your lovely wife Claire. I would describe her as the brains of the operation. Does that sound right to you? Well, well, she does have uh, her her uh, name starts with Doctor Claire. Oh, so wow, that's impressive. <laughs> Dr. Claire, and she is also of a, a woman of high tolerance and grace. Yeah, uh, well, she stayed with me all these years. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. So, uh, so you guys are partners in Flagstaff Real Estate Professionals, and uh, so we talked about recruiting, producing agents, and. Um, so now, to go back up a little bit, your story, when you first met me, I think you had uh, signed up for coaching with me and you had done 16 transactions in the previous year. And and had you ever done coaching before that? I had not. Okay. I had not. So, and then, that is uh, correct. I think I did do 16 transactions my first year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you said now, you well, wanted your goal to be to do 60 in the next 12 months. And I said, how much Correct. do you charge? And you said, I always charge 6%. I never discount my commission. And I said, I think you should do 40 at 7% and you'll make more money with less work. And you just and a, were not having idea. it. Do <laughs> <laughs> you remember? You said, oh, no. I do. It won't work in my market. Oh, no, that'll never happen. And I said, well, no, I, I live in your 7%. market. But- so then you, uh, I said, I'm going to give you a challenge. Do you have a listing appointment scheduled? And you said, yes, I have this lady scheduled. I said, well, my challenge is when you go on that listing appointment, you just, you know, you were able to do the fearless agent listing presentation perfectly and just say, uh, I charge 7%. And if she says, I will pay you 6 or 5 but I will not pay you 7 you have to walk. And you took the challenge. And then uh, in the next 12 months, you did 162, I think it was, listings? Yeah, that was my best year in the industry, yeah, 162 with an assistant. With one assistant, and uh, most teams of many people don't do anywhere near that, and you and you spent no money on marketing or no time on social media, and... Um, it never went back to charging less, so that's a that's a great success story. So then you uh, decide to open your own company, and uh, so Correct. we we met and talked about it. If if let's say somebody is a, a real estate company owner, or they're thinking about opening their own company, uh, and they're considering having a fearless agent recruiting coaching program, what would you recommend to them? What was your experience? I would absolutely uh, pick up the phone and call Bob. Uh, and uh, learn how to have the right conversations um, to get the appointments in office so that you can give a presentation. And it's pretty similar to the fearless agent listing presentation. So if you did know happen, like I just met with a guy in Virginia last week, and he's not a fearless agent. He's just a um, – he was a REMAX owner, is a REMAX owner. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, fantastic office like yours, very nice. And um, uh, but he and he's a quick learner. I can tell that. But uh, you do have you do have a big advantage already being a fearless agent because you kind of know how the format goes. So you, Correct. you yeah. know you already know it's going to work and all that. So yeah. that's great. Yeah. 
You know, one of the things you told me in, in regards to listings, though, years ago that always stuck with me was uh, I quit losing listings when I quit leaving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, in other words, don't fold up like a cheap tit and just walk out the door after they Correct. say, I got to yeah. think about it or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yep. that's true. And, and, and that, that one did stick with me, and that, and that one was true. I mean, when I... Uh, when I quit walking out the doors, when I quit losing listings, mm-hmm. um, and it just got easier. So. And and that will be true with recruiting also. You know, in recruiting, uh, and if anybody is out there thinking of opening their own company, um, you know, Ryan has already done that. Uh, and I'm going to give out your phone number. It's 928-707-2686. Is that correct? That is correct. All right. yes. So, uh, uh, if somebody was thinking of opening their own company, they could certainly call you. But um, and then you'll of course recommend that they call me. So that's how that works. But, I was going to say, and then I'll tell them to call Bob. Yeah, it's shorter conversation that way. But uh, yeah. here's the way to think about it. You know, let's let's just say um, that let's say that you're a, a real estate company and you just happen to have an eighty twenty split. If if a, if Somebody's out there and they say, yeah, I think I'll have an 80-20 split. Now, I think it probably wouldn't matter if you're 80-20, 70-30, 60-40, 50-50. Uh, yes, it would be harder to recruit agents at 50-50 than it would be at 80-20, but you wouldn't have to recruit as many of them either. So I'm not sure that matters that much. But if you get thinner than 80-20, then you're not profitable. So the number one thing is you do have to be profitable. But if you, if we're at 80 20, 20 percent of a hundred is you know it's uh, twenty goes into a hundred five times. So if you're an agent and you you take a listing, uh, and if you're already an agent, let's say, and you're going to be an owner, and some owners have never been an agent, but if you're an owner and you're a producing agent, and then you want to gradually or all of a sudden make the switch to being an owner. Then uh, you, t- you when you take a listing and that it sells and you get paid a hundred percent of the commission, then you have to go out and get another one. But if you recruit one agent and that agent goes out and takes five listings and they close, you got paid the same amount as if you had taken one listing. But you don't have to go get another agent. They stay and they do it again and they do it again and they do it again. Or if you have five agents who take uh, a listing this week, uh, it's the same as you taking one listing this week. So that's right. that's kind of the way to yeah. look at it. So and and it takes uh, you know. And I was an agent who never wanted to be an owner. And. You know, it was just the, my mindset was I don't want to, and I'm just not a good paperwork guy. And, and you do have to have somebody for now. Now that I do this job, I could imagine being an owner. But when I was an agent, I could never imagine it. Were you ever that way? You know, I always had the idea that I wanted to be an owner. Okay. Um, I always had the idea, opposite idea, like I would never want to be an owner is what I was thinking. But What you just said there, too, that is that is the nice thing about being an owner is, yeah, you don't have to keep going and getting. You get that reoccurring. Right? And you don't have to so go your, anywhere. Your client is the agent. You know? Yeah, and they come to you. 
So you never have to leave the office. You just It's kind of a nine-to-five experience. Which, which I like. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't, you can't drag me out of the chair. Now, you, you said something uh, when we were meeting, and we had a wonderful time. But you said, uh, I would rather just prospect and never go on the listing appointment. Yes, correct. So you get addicted to the prospecting, which I did too. And and that at the end of my real estate career, when I got hoodwinked into uh, doing training and coaching, which was never really my dream, uh, I that would have been the next step for me. I would have just done the prospecting because if you're great on the phone, you're great at something no one else is great at. So fearless agents you know, are great I, on the phone like you are amazing on the phone. I did that for uh, – when I first moved to Flagstaff from the Valley, I did that for a long period of time where um, I continued to work my pipeline in the Valley. It, it built up tons and tons of follow-up calls and then I sent – um, I sent my assistant down mm-hmm. there on the listing appointment rather than you know going down on it. So, yeah, and and I think her ratios were not that much different than yours. Am I right? No, of getting no. it. Yeah, the so, hardest thing to do is to get the appointment. Right. I mean, learning the fearless agent listing presentation and pricing presentation and FISBO presentation it's it's a learnable thing. Anybody could perform right. it um, on the phone. It is harder to be fantastic on the phone. There's no doubt about that. So if you can be – once you are fantastic on the phone and you're booking five listing appointments a week. Um, and you know, the other thing about you is you never had to book that many more than five a week to do four times as much business as the person who's new. Who you know, if, My normal thing is you schedule five, two cancel, you go on three, you get one. But you were getting almost every one you went on and hardly anybody ever canceled. So that's yeah. when could, you get they better. They drag me out the door. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so now when, you, when you're a real estate company owner, uh, your job is to recruit, to train them, to retain them, and then to upgrade them. So uh, like I said to you, I would hire five agents and then fire the bottom producing agent and then hire four and fire the bottom producing agent and then hire three and fire the bottom producing agent and then hire two and then fire one and two and one and just keep doing that until – your per-agent productivity is so high that you become famous for that. And then the experienced producing agents, they're beating down your door to want to work for you because it guarantees their success. And the new agent who's willing to work hard, it would guarantee their success too. So at a company I worked at, that's how we did it. Uh, Every agent that we did hire, we fired the bottom producing agent and we just always had 35 agents. So – if you and then so you you don't have to worry about training your agents because you're going to have me do that so you're just going to have them talk to me that takes the burden off of you and then and you could use and you should I think use fear and I know you're going to use fearless agent uh, coaching as your in-house training but they can ju- if Absolutely. they can either do the podcast the free videos all that stuff and then. If they do happen to sign up for coaching, obviously those people will have tremendous success. That uh, which the free stuff will be better than any of these other coaching programs that are out there. Yeah. That's for sure. And then I'm going to yeah. sell them on never leaving you. You know, one one thing I noticed that failing like I, 
occasionally we'll do a coaching call. By the way, if anybody um, uh, out there is listening, and if, let's say you're out there and you're a real estate company owner and you happen to be uh, uh, recruiting fewer producing agents than you wish you were and you are open to the idea of having some help with that, if you would like to learn more, you can call me like Ryan did anytime at 480-385-8810. That is my cell phone. And we'll just see if what you and you're trying to do and what we do at Fearless Agent would be a good fit. Um, and I think what makes it a good fit is uh, really just not being sensible and not having crazy ideas or being in a non – You know, some people are just not going to be profitable even when they recruit because of the financial arrangement. So um, – I love talking to real estate company owners. Don't Please don't think you're bothering me. Don't email me or text me. Always call me at 480-385-8810. And, and if you're an owner, uh, go to fearlessagentrecruiting.com and watch the video there. After you've watched that video, you'll know probably whether my uh, recruiting coaching would be a good fit for you or not, and then you, and then you can call me and we'll we'll take it from there. So, um, but the the um, retention, so agent retention is the is the third part of it. So you don't have to spend a lot of money to get agents to stay with you. And, you know, I, I, when I'm doing a coaching call, a complimentary coaching call with an agent, uh, I, I just kind of start and say, you know, tell me how you got where you are. Give me an idea of what you've done to get where you are. And every once in a while I'll be talking to an agent and they've been with four or five companies. And uh, that's that's a red flag. You know, I, I'd say, gee, that's, that's unusual that you've been at that many – Companies and you know most. I think we were talking about that this morning. Most agents I talk to that are, are with a company, I I might say um, sometimes agents are dissatisfied with the company they're with, and they'll tell me that. And I'll say, how did you? How many companies did you interview with uh, when you, you know, after you got your license? And the average number I hear is one. I mean, it's almost yeah. unheard of that they interviewed with three. I don't think anybody ever tells me they interviewed with five. And I, I was telling you, I interviewed with 40 when I was new. Yeah. And um, and yeah. I just did that because everybody who sent me a letter, you know, this is back in the days when there was no email or uh, I think they had the Pony Express is how these letters came. But they, you know, anybody who sent me a letter, I was flattered. And even if it was way over on the other side of town, I went and met with them. Just because it kind of gave me – I'm glad I did that because it kind of gave me a sense of uh, what else was out there. And I kind of knew which company I was probably going to go to. It was highly recommended to me by some people that I re respected. And then it turned out they were right. You know, I, I did I did sign up and, and stayed with that company the whole 21 years and I'm glad I did that. So I never really recommend that agents change companies unless there's a real reason to like a personality conflict that you're not going to get past or uh, or they're uncomfortable for some reason. Certainly, it would never be about the split or something like that. That would be a crazy reason to change. But um, so when you're interviewing the agents, if they've been with a lot of companies, that's kind of an indicator that this person might not be a good fit because they would be harder to retain and you don't want the other agents seeing people come and go 
unless you made them go. That's a different thing. So um, the the retention, which is kind of like going to be a little business within your business, uh, is easy and cheap. You don't have to spend a lot of money. So it's just about making it fun for the agents to be there, just kind of silly fun. So always look for any reason to celebrate any little successes that the agents have. Like maybe it's a personal thing, their anniversary, their birthday, they had a baby, you know, whatever. Um, and then uh, any personal or business successes they have, like maybe their first listing ever or their first listing with your company or um, – you know, the most listings they ever got in a month or they're the top agent for that month or anything. Just look for any reason to celebrate their success and do it in a fun and kind of wacky way. And I worked at a company where they were just fantastic at that. And I just met with uh, a guy and they really had that built in. They just had a spectacular system for agent. In fact, there was a couple of owners that I met with that just already had this built-in agent retention model that was fantastic. And what they weren't good at is bringing in new agents. And it's, it's, and, and usually it's just because they're not um, comfortable on the phone. You know, they may be really great at being an agent on the phone, but they're not comfortable calling other realtors. It is a different thing. But once you have the right words – then, uh, then that becomes easy, and you say, and I don't think yeah. you've made any calls yet to agents yet, have you? No, I've just been busy taking listings. <laughs> and how many uh, how many listing appointments these days do you schedule a week? Um, you know, I've gotten a little bit uh, lazy, uh, so I, I, I shoot for two. This is what happens yeah, like when you get rich; that. you get a little bit lazy. It's okay. yeah. Yeah, eight, 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 eight a month is a good number for me. So. And then how many listings yeah. would you get from that? Well, all of them. So, because I, I, I won't go otherwise. I, I already know before I go if it's takeable. So you, when every, pretty much every time you schedule a listing appointment, you get the listing. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. That's, and that so, starts with figuring it out on the phone. Right. So what's the what, – uh, let's talk about that. What What are the things that – uh, sellers say that make you know you probably shouldn't go after they've said I would sell it yes. If, if you know, well, yeah, so maybe every, I'd sell it if I got every, it. Everybody should write that down. Once you hear the if word, not yeah. your, there's no paycheck there. What else do you hear? Yeah, I, um, <clears throat> well, um, you know, we're thinking about downsizing, you know, but they're not really downsizing. You know, they're in a 4,000-square-foot house, and, um, you know, there's no money problem, and so they're not motivated. We're in a uh, – I'm in a very high, you know, level of second home market. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, most of those people, um, you know, they're not very motivated. So you have to really kind of pick through, you know, the pile to find the motivated ones. What percentage of the closings that you have are a second home? Well, probably maybe roughly 40%. And that and that group of people, they have their own set of unique problems, wouldn't you say? They do. What what do you what are those? 
because there's people listening that are in a resort area. Scottsdale's a little bit like that, but not nearly so much as Flagstaff. Right. Well, I mean, they're sitting they're sitting on a on a you know a house that they never use, um, but then they're not motivated to sell it, um, you know, or they made a bad investment and bought a. I hear this one one more time. You know, mm-hmm. if they want to have a vacation rental. That's mm-hmm. that's probably the biggest one that I hear. Right, we bought it as a vacation rental, and then they never made any money. Mm-hmm. Um, so write that down. Don't buy a vacation <laughs> rental ever. <laughs> ever. Ever. The worst idea. And, ever. You know, and I'm curious. What the the owners of of the hundred percent of second home owners, where do where do they live? Uh, mostly the valley. Okay, so yeah, they're in. They're all Phoenicians. Yeah. Okay. So they're like For the most part. like I was telling you the other day um it was 12 degrees for the low in Flagstaff which is pretty cold yeah. and it was 80 degrees yeah. for the high in Phoenix which is only 2 hours down the mountain. Yeah. So it's you a know, pretty big difference. You know where they bought uh, you know they bought the uh, the condo that's that's another one right mm-hmm. you know that's a friends that's a, don't let friends buy right condos. There. Yeah. Yeah. So um, but yeah, you know, and so we, you know, we tend to focus or when I say we, you know, my sister and I, but I, I tend to focus on, um, you know, finding people that are actually dead serious about selling their house. We don't house. have to sell. That, That's another one. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have to sell. Mm-hmm. I hear that one. Yeah. Well, then and you're the, not going to sell. And then you say, Hey, no tell fun. me if this sounds like a dial tone. <laughs> Click. Boop. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so. what, uh, if if you could give advice to anybody who's considering fearless agent coaching as an agent, what what would you other than do it? Uh, what would you what would your advice be? You you're a guy who followed the program as prescribed. You didn't customize Abs- it. Yeah, absolutely right to the T. I mean, even down to the you know public remarks, absolute bargain and unbelievable mm-hmm. price. Um, do it, but then uh, you know, and I heard you talking about it on a coaching call the other day. You know, it's funny when you get when you finally hit boredom, you've arrived. By the way, I'm enjoying a lovely beverage, Ramon. We 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 fired up the percolator for you, Bob. Yeah, I've no, listen. I go up to this guy's. I go up to this guy's office, which is kind of retro. It's kind of like an old house, and it's very beautiful. That's beautiful decor, by the way. What? What year was that built? This office here was actually, this is probably a, a late, early 50s building. So downtown, you know. Historic. No, it seemed a little older than that to me. Yeah, maybe. It might be. So. But it looked like it was built the year I was built. That's why it looked so old. But uh, <laughs> he has this coffee maker. I wasn't going to say that. It was a chrome stand-up, you know. Twelve inches high, chrome clear at the top, top? With, a, with a spout and the yeah, the little clear thing on the t- yeah, the, the percolator. <laughs> I thought, oh my goodness, what century? Or and then he has Civil War tunes playing in the background, but that's beside the point. <laughs> oh my goodness, thank God Claire was there to put a little sanity into the thing. So what else? Yeah. What other advice would you give a an, uh, uh, considering fearless agent coaching? Well, you know, get a hold of Bob, get 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 trained, get the skills. Um, 
you know, get your systems down and then stay true to your schedule, which is probably the hardest piece to do. How long do you think it took you to learn the listing presentation? And you know, pricing. it's funny you ask that. I learned it. Uh, I learned it in a weekend because I had a listing appointment that I had to go on. That's <laughs> so, the... and I didn't want to not have anything to say. So no pressure. Yeah, no pressure at oh, all. Very good. And I didn't get that first one, by the way. So what? You know, but we just kept going. Oh, yeah, my yeah. Like, well, I, I got up and left too early. That's what was wrong with those people. Always, uh, yeah, that always stuck with me is. Uh, you quit losing listings when you quit leaving. You know, I think uh, failure is a much better teacher than success. <laughs> Do you agree? Yeah. yeah. That's all. I yeah. always learn best when I left the listing presentation saying, well, I'll never say that again. If yes. I had a nickel for every time I've said that. that. Yeah. I'll never say that again. You'd be a nickillionaire. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. So what, so what do, you do you think? think? That's a great close. So what do you think? No, that's not yeah. it. All right, Ryan. I want uh, people to call you if they now. If you would like to refer Ryan Haru business, can they still do that in Phoenix? Absolutely. Okay. So if you if you have a customer that you can refer to the Phoenix Greater Phoenix area or Flagstaff. You can call Ryan at 928-707-2686. That's toll-free day or night. And he will do a fantastic job for you, just like he has done for everybody I have uh, sent his way. And uh, so thank you for joining us, Ryan. I pray, and it was great to see you. And uh, call me Absolute a lot, pleasure. okay? Thank you, Bob. You're welcome. All right, Bob. Thank you so much. And then once again, we want to thank all of you for joining us today. Please do visit us at fearlessagent.com. You can call me directly at 480-385-8810. Please do give us a five-star review of this podcast. And until next week, do what we always do. Have fun, be humble, but most of all, be fearless. Thanks, gang. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.